everybody! Welcome back to the Yona Pod. It is I, Evan, one of your co-hosts on this venture to get into Yona of the Dawn. And as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host and some extra guests as well, but we'll get to that in a second. Yep, that's, uh, I'm the other co-host. I'm Alex. And our guests today are a couple other podcasters who do the Shonen Flop. Uh, oh, so that sounds welcome. like a good idea for a podcast. Yeah, it, it actually sounds like a dance move where you just, you know, you just show up and you just flop all over the place. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you like Naruto run first and then flop? Oh, I, I actually just, that's what I do on the treadmill every day while I'm recording. <laughs> if you actually listen to the podcast, you can actually hear two things in the background. One, the sound of the treadmill and the one of my mother just watching me Naruto run and sighing very loudly. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> That's what you get if you uh, listen to the uncut audio on our Patreon. Link. Yeah, we got to pay the editor a lot of money to take that one out. Yeah, we need to use Reaper to remove all those mother disappointment sounds. <laughs> <laughs> David, David, we host a manga podcast. The entire thing is just mother disappointment sounds. <laughs> You're telling me, big guy. Yeah. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> I've known Jordan for like well over five years at this point. Have you? Yeah, How'd yeah. you guys yeah. meet? We met in um, high school. Oh, nice. yeah. Alex yeah, and I have known each other since what? We were, was it summer before fourth grade? Yeah. Jesus. So you guys have known each other for what, six or seven years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I wish. <laughs> yeah, we're just graduating high school. I remember when my knees didn't hurt all the time. That was one thing I was mentioning before we left for Pride was that I am at the age now where I take an, a preventative Advil before I go out and do things. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Does that make you get drunk faster? Advil? Yeah. So it, like, thins your blood, right? So it makes it... Oh, God. Now I, now I have to admit I, like... I don't actually know how alcohol works. <laughs> Hey, that does make sense. I feel like if that were the case, then alcoholics would be like famous for taking a ton of alcohol. Oh yeah, like pounding Tylenol and yeah. drinks. But, I don't know right. expert on it, but you know. But, yeah. but it helps prevent the hangover later. So I just know that true. overdosing on Advil is considered like one of the worst ways to possibly die as well. So oh, do not fuck around. Yeah, it um it shuts your liver down. Oh, I and hate he, that. Yeah. I hate when my liver gets shut down. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, yep. it's so annoying. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> there was some like 4chan post where like someone mentioned like a liver and you're like, that's the stupidest term I've ever heard for some calling someone who's alive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. So stupid, but I love it. <laughs> it's stupid liver. That's our fortune. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. I gotta admit, I've never actually been on fortune. I haven't either. I don't. It's okay. To... You don't. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't need. You don't need. To. Jordan just goes on something awful. Do you still go on something awful, big guy? No, I don't. Oh, no, what a fucking I, uh... Chad! <laughs> wow, you're a real Chad, not interacting with uh, the internet community. Yep. <laughs> I gave it up, awful. David. I gave it up a long time ago. Was something awful the one that you could watch like beheadings on? No. Okay. No, that uh, was the one where Let's Plays got invented. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually had the inventor of Let's Plays on our podcast, Slow Beef. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, yeah, something awful is cool. There was, uh, you know, it's 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 very much like a checkered past kind of situation where a lot of bad stuff came out of something awful. But on the flip side, I was in the thread where Slenderman was created. Really? Yeah, that was. It, it was a thread where people were just like, they were like, "Hey, Photoshop." Uh, take a photo and just Photoshop it so it looks like it looks creepy, you know. And someone was just like, yeah. "Whoa, the, see that guy in the back? Whoa, he's creepy. He's got tentacles now." And there you go. That was Slenderman. That's wild. That's one of those ones that I like never could understand why it got so big, because it's not actually scary. The concept was scary enough. I felt like there was. I remember being in college around halloween having to walk past because i was walking to my friend's apartment and somebody was just dressed as slender man standing in front of the closed dining hall like not speaking and i had to walk past him and i had to like amp myself up to do it that's good that's good what is the difference between slender man and a man that you don't know have any number of things wrong with him pretending to be a man who kills people in the woods okay so here's what you're missing you you guys are approaching this from the idea that um slender man's uh simplicity or his uh, the laziness of his design uh should prevent him getting from getting popular when instead that allows a ton of kids to with absolutely no effort make more slender man content (laughs) there i guess that's you know true. <laughs> like like if you make something really cool then you're not gonna have that many because people are gonna be like wow this guy's really good but if it's like takes no work to do then there you go yeah, Tanaka, Tana, yeah. like manga like a lot of the manga we oh read. and i think that's what we're here to talk about today <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I've heard. So tell me about Shonen Flop. Is it exactly what it sounds, Shonen that has flopped? or? Yeah, more or less. So what we yeah. do is Shonen Flop is me, is me, Jordan, and a guest where we read a different manga each episode that has run in Shonen Jump, though. Eh, I'd say about, what, 90% of the time that's true. We did a manhwa by accident once, which is like a, ja- it's like a Korean manga. And so we talk about what it did wrong, what it did right, and where it could have gone. So it's a lot of fun. We've had some really great episodes. We've read a lot of interesting series by authors that later became big, like the creators of My Hero Academia, Black Clover, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, and we've had a lot of really fun guests, though. I don't know, Jordan, if you there's any guests in particular you remember fondly in particular. I mean, you know, Alex Patak was a lot of fun. Alex Patak, yeah, man who made the best tweet ever about <laughs> gender reveals. <laughs> what, what was it again, David? All right, I have this written on my arm just in case. So he said, my organization has hidden five babies in the city. We'll reveal the gender of one baby every hour until our demands are met. <laughs> so that's the funniest tweet you can make about the, the gender reveal parties. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. Good. Oh, we had we had Tim Bat from The Worst Idea of All Time. Yes. Wow, I am familiar. Big get. We introduced him to manga. He had never read a manga. Yeah, he had never read manga before. That's exciting. You introduced him to a good one. I mean, like your whole thing is. Oh, double time. I say fucking that was a great man. He we, he really we lucked, lucked out. out. We lucked out. <laughs> okay, <cool. laughs> 
<laughs> I love I love that series. Um, and then in terms of more nerdier, we've had Mother's Basement on. We've had Masako X. If you are familiar, he was one of the creators of Dragon Ball Z The Abridged Series. And uh, we're going to have some, definitely have some fun guests coming up as well. That's really cool. Yeah. Also, shout out to Mother's Basement. I love his like review videos. Oh, yeah, he's great. The most recent one on um, something about girls and it's mecha and they golf. Yeah, the I, golfing manga or the golfing anime. Yeah, I need to go check that out. I can't quite figure out how that all uh, ties are, are, together, but it was intriguing. Are they gay in that one? Is that what it is? Or are they gay? It's super in that gay, one, I or? think. Is yeah. it though, or is it like fan? Yeah, he said it was gay. very gay. I know very little about it other than I've I've seen people call it the lesbian golf manga. Yeah, it's the lesbian golf manga. It's like G It's the G Gundam of golf, Jordan. Oh my god, really? Yeah, and I think. Oh my god, like I have to fuck in watch it, it then. I think there's oh, vamp- golf fuck, vampires in it. There's shit. vampires. That's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I really can't figure out how they all connect. You said that's a su- su- that's a surprise, as if it was not at all surprising at all. Which is oh. <laughs> I'm completely telling the truth. No, I know nothing about this series. Okay, so that's your podcast. But what was your first manga that got you interested in the genre or the the medium and like led eventually to this podcast? Oh, man. So I would say, Jordan, I think both of you and I started the same way was through the Shonen Jump manga or Shonen Jump magazine that started. Unless did you start otherwise? Ooh, no, I'd read manga before that. Um, Fucking weeb. I think no, I I legitimately think the first manga I ever had was like the Pokemon, uh, like, elect- like Pikachu Electric. Oh, Boogler that is true. Things. Pokemon Special yeah. was actually pretty dope. Yeah. By the way, that series was weird because they had uh, they had Hitmonchan in there, and there was one panel where Hitmonchan, they drew him without the boxing gloves, and he had these huge, meaty, like, knuckles, and it's the only time I've ever seen Hitmonchan draw that, drawn that way, ever. I had no clue what was going on. Was it a manga based on the anime? Because maybe they just like knew the name. No, but it was no. completely different. There's actually the manga has some cool moments. I remember Mewtwo and Deoxys had a fight on like an airship where it was Ash versus Giovanni. And I definitely don't remember that in being in the anime. I gotta say, I don't remember Giovanni in the anime. So he's, 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 like, uh, he's, he's the leader of Team Rocket. Yeah. Oh, oh, OK, then I do. <laughs> Jesse and James are just like a couple of his mooks, essentially. He showed up in like the part in the section of the series leading up to the first movie where he did. Was he in? Yeah, he was in the first movie. I remember him and he has a Persian, right? Yeah, he's got a Persian, which is a good Pokemon because it's literally just a cat with like no changes. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, you can't improve perfection. Perfection. <laughs> no. Uh, so that was your first. What is your favorite? Because I assume that's changed. Yeah, uh, actually, no, it isn't. It's still uh, Pokemon Special. <laughs> oh, shit. I got from Jordan. Twitter. We talk about this. Jordan, we talk about <laughs> one manga in every fucking episode of our series. No, yeah, no, no. I mean, I'm just trying to think of, <laughs> like, I don't want to just say Chainsaw Man. <laughs> But it's Chainsaw Man. It's probably Chainsaw Man. Or One Piece. Or Eye Shield 21. 
Oh, speaking of One Piece, I'm hearing that they're finally ending it. Is that true? Yeah. So, well, ending is misleading. That could be another seven years, which is, which would be a very substantial run for a manga in itself. It seems like it's gearing up to possibly end or at least answer some of like the really big questions that may imply an ending coming up. But I mean, One Piece has gone for 20, literally 20 years and is making Shonen Jump and ever and so many people so much goddamn money that like, I don't know how long it's going to go on for. I mean, fucking Dragon Ball is still going, apparently. Wait, is it? Uh, Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Super is going. Yeah, technically, yeah wild i'm gonna have to ask my uncle about this that was his big thing that is wild okay so chainsaw man i gotta say i'm on volume nine now and it still hasn't <laughs> it still hasn't really cap like caught me i mean you're almost done it you have like 10 chapters left Okay, perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, Chainsaw Man's only like 94 chapters. I heard I that it was very volumes. short, so that's why I'm sticking with it, like continuing to stick with it, but... Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> take you, Alex, to get into My Hero Academia. That took a bit, too. I took 100 episodes. <laughs> I'm willing to stick with things, okay? But you didn't, you didn't with Demon Slayer. I told you episode mm. 8 was where it started hooking me, and you quit, like, what, 4 that's true. It took me a while to get into Demon Slayer for some reason. Like, it took me a solid eight. I, I think eight is when it turned. I I would argue I'm still not fully into it, but I feel like like I'm willing to go back to it because like it's a good. It's definitely a very good show. Like you know, um, and I really like the manga too. I haven't gotten into the manga. I'm going to since we're in hiatus. I think I'm going to go ahead. Um, I have heard from a friend who enjoys manga that the ending really sucks, that it's very rushed. Oh, no. Just because the author just really wanted to be done with it. Oh, yeah. he they She had like another volume that she could have put in. Yeah, and that's what my friend was saying. They're like, you know how you only see one of the, I forget what like, the, the big bads are called was it they're like 10 of them or like the 12 or whatever it's like you know you kind yeah, of the upper moons yeah and it's and like, you, know, you only get one like every arc you only get to see one of them i was like yeah she's like yeah she just like blazes through all like the remaining ones in the final yeah. arc and i was like oh, oh my god. god yeah it's exactly like a canceled manga david yeah oh my god she just she just kind of was done with it yeah that's what i hear it got really she got more popular than expected she was ready to be done and was just like okay let's be yeah yeah it happens Draw, writing and drawing manga like consistently week to week by week will destroy you like just completely mess you up now she can do whatever she wants yeah no i i don't i don't blame her at all i i think i mean i, I think like would be best for her would be to like get a new series that's monthly you know it, when you if you have the money to if you have the cred to get a monthly series i that that's that's where you want to be i think wait does that take cred <laughs> Because uh, Snow White with the red hair has, I believe, recently officially gone to monthly. Oh, hmm. I have, I've heard of that series vaguely. I, well, that's what I'm thinking, because like that doesn't seem like a huge moneymaker to me. But if it takes like, you know, street cred. I think, it, I think it depends on the on the manga publication you want to be in. I also don't know what I'm talking about at all. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, also take too. that into... I want to be clear. I'm not a, a 
I am not somebody you should be listening to for. See, the problem is that we'll believe anything that you guys say because we're pretty new. Oh, yeah, don't do that. That's, that's, oh, a, no. that's a mistake. This is bad. <laughs> okay, so we'll just lie to each other the entire time. Okay, cool. I'm going to have all this incorrect info at the end. <laughs> okay. Demon Slayer was canceled after two volumes. Oh, shush. And- <laughs> okay, so I know you guys do uh, mostly shonen, but what's your history with shoujo? Because that's what we're here to talk uh, about. Not much outside of Sailor Moon. I grew, yeah, I grew up watching Sailor Moon. Finally, we Alex and I have lamented that for some reason. I mean, not, we have a small listener base, but for some reason, there doesn't seem to be a lot of overlap with people who love and watch Sailor Moon. Overlap with people who've loved and watched Teen Wolf, which is wild to me, but not Sailor Moon, which is one of my favorite pieces of media of all time. So, do you, do you think it's just like nostalgia? No, just like we're aging out. Like, like I feel like mm-hmm. Sailor Moon was already a little old. Like, I don't know. What's weird, though, is that it's having such a resurgence as far as merch. Like, Vans just dropped yeah. their Sailor Moon collab. Uh, Target had a big drop of Sailor Moon merch. I got a really cute crop top. Um, oh, that's Yeah, nice. it's just like, it's, it's really like, I feel like in the nostalgia. Yeah moneymaker phase right sure. now i've been telling david for a long time we got to do sailor v one day sailor you really v should although you have to it depends you guys would have to do the manga right yeah yeah okay which you haven't read i did i, I i've read, read a couple i read i remember reading a few chapters and enjoying it I, I, you know it's just it's the fun little little manga you know we'll have to put it under consideration jordan fun Oh, it gets really dark. Just oh, Sailor V specifically. Oh, you know what? I haven't actually read Sailor V. No, Sailor V is a lot. I really don't think she got to the point of making her work dark by the time she got to the end of Sailor V. It's yeah. a short series, so I don't know. Plus, I mean, yeah, Sailor V is just sort of a lighter character anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you guys ever do it, I will listen Fire to your podcast you because. Front. I don't remember the lyrics. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't even know what Jordan just. Does that just what, happen what, to you sometimes? I don't know what noise just came out of Jordan. To be honest. <laughs> um. Okay. I think that answers most of my questions. Oh wait, no. Just kidding. The question that I ask everyone: How did you find out about Yona of the Dawn? Have you have you heard of it before this podcast? No, I had not heard of it until this podcast. I had absolutely no idea what was going on at all <laughs> during these chapters. I was completely lost. <laughs> i uh i saw the i do take issue because uh, they mentioned green dragon and uh i'll have you know that the real green dragon is envy oh i thought you were gonna say is that dang kush my guy <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah no tragically he's just a guy who is there oh yeah <laughs> aren't, aren't most of us you know just <laughs> In some way. I don't know. Some of us. Can't we all just relate to someone who's there? Who's just there? Yes, unfortunately. Oh, shit. We're, we're getting off topic. Should we talk about Yona of the Dawn? Or <laughs> I we know. We are getting really off topic. Sorry. Okay. So it's called The Blue Forest. There's three chapters. I assume if you're reading along or have read along, you already know that it's three chapters. So I'm not going to break it down. 
Um, it starts with uh, Yoon organizing dinner prep. The best part of this, of course, is that Yona wants to take down a bear, and Hawk's only response is, she must be hungry. He's so supportive, and it's really nice. But they don't take down a bear, and that kind of disappointed me. They do, though. They do! If I, it looked like a much smaller animal. I thought it was, I don't know what it was. It's just, but bears are larger. You can't piggyback carry a bear. He did kind of just have, Hawk just did, kind of had it over his shoulder, so it was a small bear. Yes. I thought it might be a baby bear, but then that made me really sad. So I'm going to say that it's a bear, but Hawk is just such a big boy that it looks like a normal size like <laughs> cub. Yeah, so then <laughs> Sheena goes off to rescue Al from the dragon statue. And when he comes back, he's not wearing his mask. And this is when Jihad admits that he never really cared about seeing Sheena's eyes. He just wanted to get Sheena to talk more, which is perfectly in character for him. Both he and Hawk do this thing where they like poke and prod until they get like what they want out of the other person. It's nice. Um, also, Jiha saying Gija has a disorder that makes him blurt out everything he's thinking is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay, yeah. Okay, so then um, Gija, <laughs> Gija makes everyone promise to be cool about it and then it's not cool. And. Um, that was my favorite thing. Gija is the least fucking chill yeah. person in this group. So for him to be the one to be like, okay, we've got to be cool, guys. Everybody chill out. It's okay, just like immediately. One? It's like, you're not going to do that, babe. He's my favorite, by the way. Well, I love him. Which one's Gija again? He's the uh, the white dragon. So he's got kind of white hair. Uh, he has the claw. Yes. Yep. Zeno's the only one whose name I remember. Zeno, he just yeah. talks about himself in third person. Yeah, yeah this is true. It's kind of... Why does he talk in third person? We just found this out because this was a thing that pissed me off too. I had running thing of Zeno being me when I was 15 and in my I'm so cute and quirky phase. Oh yeah, that's what I got. Too. Which yeah. is how he came off. But his backstory, which we've just had revealed, is that really fucking sad his wife was it kaya alex was that was her name Mm -hmm. yeah this girl who became his wife uh for a very brief time because again she was terminally ill and she died said that her thing was that she would say her own name that way she could hear it because she wasn't around other people so that is something he adopted from his dead wife oh okay yeah that's that's the kind of that's the kind of backstory that makes you feel bad for calling him annoying Right? Yeah. <laughs> you thought he was annoying. I thought he was great. He's my favorite character. No, I no, I know. I lo- no, I liked him too. But I'm just saying, like, if you read a ton of chapters with absolutely no context, you're just like, why is this dude just speaking in the third person all the time? You might, you, you might get a little annoyed. It's true. He comes off as very annoying, and it takes like 50 chapters for it she was like give him 50 chapters and you will like him and i was like (laughs) but you know what she was right thank you sometimes sometimes that's just how it is you know um it's true i don't i don't think i would like dragon ball z as much if i didn't watch 200 episodes of it yeah (laughs) they wear you down yeah it's it's like what it's like that thing with pop music where it's like if you just hear a song enough you will eventually learn to like it Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 like that we're watching movies uh one of my favorite movies of all time is whatever it takes and it is 
a, an objectively terrible movie. It is like a a teen uh, version of Cyrano, um, but I have seen it many, many times, and so no, it's just like one of my favorites. I gifted it to her because it was in a it was in like a two pack that I bought because I wanted Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. And it was in a two-pack, which, which those movies do not go together at all. I don't know why they were being sold as a two-pack. But found out Alex wanted to see it again, gave it to her, and now she's brainwashed herself into thinking it's the greatest movie. Now? I have always loved that. I love Aww. you, Brian Ryan. The best. I was going to say, that doesn't seem like a recent love. That seems like a deep-seated no. love. Oh, deep-seated. Yes, I had insomnia in high more. school. and yeah. uh, Well, I have since high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> with, like, you would play it at like, 2 a.m. I used to have insomnia. I still do, I still do but, but I used to, to too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Same Mitch Hedberg joke. There we yeah. Go. <laughs> God, he was, he was 10 years too soon for Twitter. Um, okay, so, David, you said Zeno was your favorite. Jordan, yeah, did you care for anybody? <laughs> I know I gave you like three chapters with basically no context, but did I anybody stand it. out? No, I, I liked I liked the chapter my, the chapters. My favorite character was honestly Yoon. Um, I thought it was really funny how she would like he. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and it's a common joke in the manga that people because he's so pretty that they assume he's a woman. I get that all the time too. <laughs> I do it to David every time I talk to him. It's like, yeah, Jordan. Jordan will just like say, like, "Hey, baby, what's good?" And I'm like, "It's me." And you're like, "So?" <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but um, no, I liked how he. W- I-, I thought it was really funny how he's like, "I don't have any. Mater- I'm not your mom." By the way, here's. Wait, I must grab this uh this rice ball. Like, it was just like I loved how it was just very absent minded. It felt like. Yeah, him stress cooking rice when he woke up and discovered that everybody was gone is perfect. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, exactly. I will. I will say though that that rice scene makes me think about the series had some issues with kind of show don't tell where people just kind of talked about what they were doing instead of just showing it. Like you don't need every person on a campsite to say I'm going to do this. You can just show people setting up a campsite. I mean, here's the thing. This this is clearly going for like. I'm sorry, to, I, I totally interrupted you. Jordan's like, let me mansplain why you're thinking wrong. <laughs> no, no I want to hear what you say. <laughs> no, I was I was just saying like, um, one of the things I appreciated about this, I knew nothing about this manga going in, but I, like, I kind of in, immediately picked out that it was a shoujo manga, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's because they were talking more. And they were just hanging out and it was more focused on like the individual character interactions and these big action set pieces. You know, even <laughs> when they get into the fighting, it's not so much a back and forth so much as like, it's much more about um, uh, like, it really does get into the whole, you know, people make fun of anime for this where it's like, oh, they, they attack and then they have a long dialogue and then they attack again. But it's like, that's because that's because the dialogue is the point, not the action, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no i um i agree it was kind of weird but only because like it's sort of a running joke that they're useless so yoon explaining what everybody has to do in like minute detail is like a running joke um which makes sense that you guys were like why the fuck are we taking so much time to do this um and also 
you made a good point about uh, them talking more. I have to say, okay, so the most recent anime that I've been watching is Hunter Hunter. Yeah. No spoilers. I don't know anything Jordan about this. Jordan doesn't the narrator of that. No spoilers. No Though uh, spoilers. we talked about um, Sailor Moon, and you know that the creator of Hunter Hunter is married to the creator of Sailor Moon, which I think is kind of crazy. Exactly why she wanted to she wanted to uh, see what the what the other one was like. <laughs> where, where are you in the series? I won't spoil. I anything. am. They're they're heading to shit. I'm gonna forget it. Old York. Uh, York, oh. Oh, uh, no, uh, York New. York New. Oh, wait. You're talking about too much dialogue and you haven't even gotten to the Chimera Ants? No. I don't David, no fucking so. spoilers. Jesus. It's not spoilers to say there's just what the name of the Ark is. It's not like I told her, you know, that Gon is actually from Mars. Shit. <laughs> David, damn it. Shush. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's, uh, they just, there is an actual just full blown narrator that they add during one of the arcs that just literally, there's just a fuck ton of text. And I thought that's what you were talking about, Sue. You've got a ways to go before you see how much tech there is in Hunter Hunter. I like it, and David hates it. That's kind of I am big on show, don't tell. It depends. Listen, when I made my manga Basketball Grandma, I tried to have it. The artist had to put more text in because he was like, we need dialogue in this because I wrote it without any dialogue. Oh, so you went uh, David Lynch's Dune where he just had no dialogue and they were like, we got to add this in. Yeah. (laughs) In post, they had to add every dial, every text box in post-production. They ADR'd the text boxes. You got it. Had to add all of the the inner monologues, and the movie still made no damn sense. No so. damn yeah, sense. It, it wasn't supposed to, though. That was the magic of it. Ugh, magic. I haven't right. seen like my my viewing of David Lynch is weird because like I haven't seen Dune, which is probably his most mainstream movie, but I've seen Inland Empire, which is the most one of the most incomprehensible movies I've ever seen. It's cool though. I think that's just David Lynch. It's like exactly. incomprehensible, but cool. Yeah. yeah, was he the one who had the the eye of the duck? Okay, while you look that up, back to Hunter Hunter. My gripe with it is that there's like a murder tower that yep. little arc, and I got so bored during that because I was like really into it yeah. beforehand because it was all about like making friends and like getting through this trial together with like people and friendship. And then all of a sudden we get to this murder arc where it's like, oh. I just have to fight this person and how do I fight them? And I'm just like, this is yeah. my least favorite thing about You're really Jordan. not going to like the Chimera Ant arc. <laughs> no, David, shut the cool. fuck up. You're wrong. But anyway, uh, no, Hunter Hunter. Totally not that, Mark was right. Totally not Mark was so wrong. Fuck that. But anyway, um, you're, you're seeing our podcast fall apart. We're not going to yeah. recover from this. But um, <laughs> no, so the thing that Hunter Hunter does is it has like incredibly high highs, but it's just not, but like, it's like they'll have an incredible arc and then a not great arc and then mm-hmm. a really good arc. And then uh, like kind of iffy arc. Yeah. Oh my God, David, shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck one piece. One piece fucking blows. But shut, yeah, that is not true. Don't even, That's you can't even say that. True. You can't even say that with a straight face. Yeah. He's laughing. Fucking one piece. One piece is a fucking, is the fucking goat. And you know what it is. Hunter Hunter's better and the you know. It was funny. My friend was like, How do where do I start with One Piece? And I was like, Chapter one. He's like, What? I'm like, Yeah, that's the crazy thing is <laughs> it's you start a chapter one with one piece. There it is yeah. not broken into pieces. The no. girls are fine. Well, so it's one piece. <laughs> there you go. Huh? Yeah. What'd you say? 
I said the girls are fighting. No, that's why I grew the spirit out. Okay. Throwback to to how people thought I was a woman ten minutes <laughs> five minutes ago. Yeah. David, you're all right. No, I'm not. Okay, so that gives me hope actually for Hunter Hunter because honestly, Yona's kind of the same way. It goes up and down for me. Um, everything's like consistently good, but there are some that are like phenomenal and mind-blowing and then some that are just like <laughs> bye Calgon we'll see you later <laughs> and then they never do we're well, in one of the lows this is a very weird section of the podcast or the manga <laughs> <laughs> yeah this really sucks guys like step it up <laughs> I mean in terms of the quality spectrum where did this arc fall Oh, it's well. It's very good. Like we're we're solidly in her best work, but interesting. But it's weird in that this arc, this is what I would consider this arc post like Water Tribe and before next arc, which we're gonna get into next chapter, is technically like three separate stories because we had Ken Province and then we had Zeno's backstory and now we have this random side story, which I think was only created for an audio CD. And then we're going to move on. So, like, it does sort of connect, but... So, would you say this would be more, speaking in video game terms, like a side adventure? Yes. Like a side quest? Yeah, none of this matters to the overall story. (laughs) Okay. I could kind of tell that while I was reading it. Like... Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this is good that this... It's like this little chunk that I'm reading. Yeah, because it feels like... It feels like you can kind of cut it out from everything... And just kind of read it there. But it had it had a lot of good character development for Bluey, as all I'm going to call the Blue Dragon guy because I don't remember. Blue Eyes White Dragon? Yeah. It's just I like made him. that joke when he first appeared. I was like, he's literally a Blue Eyes White Dragon. Keisha is. Uh, can I just say, my favorite part of the entire uh, chunk that we read was where they were talking about... Um, they were going into his past, and they showed him as a baby, and he had a little mask. Mm-hmm. You know, a little baby size mask. And he took the mask off at the end. It was like a, what was it? Kyle from Green Lantern mask. Oh, it kind of was. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. See, we know American comics too. We're like super nerds. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys have me beat there. I only saw the Ryan Reynolds movie and then that was it. <laughs> you do not have a very good impression of Green Lantern then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I hear. Going back real quick, I found the eye of the duck quote. I'm going to paraphrase it because it's fucking long. But basically, David right. Lynch says that he goes by a duck when he works a film because when you study a duck, it's all these different parts. But like the eye is like the best part and it's like perfectly placed uh, to be like a little jewel. And if it was placed anywhere else, it wouldn't work. So the eye of the duck is a certain scene, this jewel that if it's there, it's absolutely beautiful. It's just fantastic. So he strives in every movie to have an eye of the duck scene, which is just the like jewel of the movie. What the fuck? Uh-huh. My, my creative writing professor brought this up. And he I'm showed fine it. with the idea, but like, who the fuck looks at a duck and says that eye? It's perfect. 
That's such a David, David Lynch. Lynch. Exactly. It's I needed to share it because I was like, this is peak David Lynch. Like if you could just distill him to his essence, it's like this. there were there were a billion other ways he could have phrased that. Yeah. So many. <laughs> but that's the one that made sense to him. God yeah, and I have the scene it seems like is always just like some really bizarre interlude in the middle of the film like there's this the big lift alligator moment if you're familiar with oh uh, my god i can't fucking believe you just made a reference to channel awesome meme from like 15 geez, years ago jesus. jesus and i can't believe i recognized it shit <laughs> okay um, I have no idea how to get back from alligators to this. So but, speaking of sorry. alligators, they have scales and they have scales and teeth, just like a dragon. Yeah, and what is the eye of the duck in this arc, mini arc? Uh, for me, it's <laughs> Zeno saying they're all precious, but we'll get to that. Oh, oh yeah, that was. So I got a, yeah. I got a lot to say about that. I like Zeno. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then Gija tries to pull Sheena back, and uh, Sheena's like, you're useless and you disgust me. And uh, <laughs> this leads to the Council of the Four Dragon Brothers. The first topic is Sheena's rebellious phase. And I love everything about this scene. And also, uh, Evan, is this the first time someone calls you mother, or has that happened before? I think this is the first time, or the, at least the first time I've noticed. Okay. because yeah yeah so happy birthday to that joke uh yeah so Zeno says Sheena's acting out because he's pure-hearted which I'll be honest I did not follow this at all I don't understand, I don't understand that either and I love Gija being like are you saying I'm not pure-hearted because I've never had this phase yeah and that Jiha is pure-hearted and Jiha's like whoa 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 like watch your mouth I didn't really get any of it. <laughs> yeah that was weird um you don't see it as much in these uh chapters guys but Jiha's like the resident perv that's in like oh, every so they're like the Sanji mm, yeah yeah no no like there's gotta be a there's gotta be a perv in every hand yeah exactly it's he's a law they don't they actually arrest you if you don't uh, do that <laughs> But I do think it's interesting. They they take it a very shoujo way in which, like, he is a perv, but he's very, like, respectful to women. And he's, like, sort of in love with Yona. So he can't really, like, go after. I mean, he goes after other women, but it's mostly, like, but Yona's my, like, number one priority. Yeah. And when he goes after, he doesn't really go after. Like, he'll, if he's making moves on Yona, it's purely to piss Hawk off. Like, he has no intention of actually trying to, like... Do you think so? I think he a little bit wants, like, he wants to bone down a little bit. Oh, absolutely. But I'm saying, I don't think he's trying to act, like, I think he, for the most part, respects Hawk. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, look, sometimes you just put feelers out there. You know? (laughs) Never know. Okay, so speaking of boys. Okay, so Evangeline and I have never been boys, but you guys have. So, um, I was wondering if your what your reading was of these guys. Like do they act like normal guys or is it like very shoujo-fied in the fact that like this is clearly a fantasy for like young girls of how boys uh, should act? I would say probably the later. At least I don't remember being a dragon. They're too nice to each other for yeah, one thing. Yeah, they don't punch each other in the dicks. You're asking I mean, what you, the capital you, you, of Thailand is that at all in the series. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, you know, like 
I mean, people come up to me and tell me that my eyes are beautiful all the time, but I don't think that happens to most guys. No. I get that. <laughs> I I ask this because there's... I've noticed a lot in, like, stories written by men. I mean, like, anime manga written by men aimed at, like, a boy audience. You can always tell that the girls are written by men because they're yeah. never either like real or they like it makes no fucking sense why they're into the guy that they're into it's just sort of like fantasy fulfillment no they exist to be a target of to be a to be a plot device yeah yeah so i didn't know if maybe that like stuck out to you and you guys were really annoyed with that because i think kuznagi does it really well but like i also read it from the perspective that it's supposed to be read from so like i wonder if maybe i'm just like missing things or if you guys thought it was an okay representation of dudes i mean it didn't stick out to me as an issue when i was thinking about the pros and cons of the series i mean no i mean here's the thing like you can absolutely tell where it's just like um where it's guys just being like like usually what happens is in like these manga and anime is it's like just guys kind of passive aggressively fighting over a girl sort of which i've never encountered in real life but who knows but it, it it is just, yeah, I guess it's also, the, it's more passive aggressive, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> the way that the guys talk to each other in uh, these kinds of manga. I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. I don't <laughs> okay. know. I have, honestly had no idea. I, I know, I, I was kind of curious too. Thought. It was all good. Uh, um, okay. Like, I, I'm approaching a thought, but I haven't had the thought, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you ever get to the station, you should stop me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Come I back will. for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So then Geisha goes on his like really long winded rant and he gives a bunch of platitudes. And I wonder how many of these are like normal platitudes in Japanese that we just don't understand. Like it just doesn't quite get translated. Um, but my favorites were despair is the enemy. If you're in a bad place, cry out to the sun and try to become like the earth. And this all sh- ends in Shina punching him in the face. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Even being like, I would have punched you too. Yeah. <laughs> Best yeah. joke. Understand, we'll have a nice day. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, okay, cool. So that was the line. Got it. <laughs> Don't patronize me with the same proverbs I've heard like my entire life. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Okay, so then the final straw is Shina cutting up the tent, which <laughs> upsets Yoon and no one upsets Yoon, but is very funny considering the last little bit that we read from the last volume is them setting the old tent on fire. <laughs> so they can <laughs> God, that was crazy. They just really hated that tent. So this was a running joke then. That's good. Good. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Because it it just came out of nowhere. It was just like, uh, oh, now he just destroyed the tent. Okay. For no reason. <laughs> this tent has gone through a lot, by the way. They only had one. There's one with holes in it. There's issues. So, yeah, he, he cuts it up. And that's when they figure out that he is not who he says that he is. To me, there's nothing scarier than being with someone you know and trust. And then suddenly reason, realizing they're not that person. Like nothing yes. scarier to me. Just, ah, I'd freak out. Yeah, Geisha saying, who are you? Ugh, it worked. It was very good. Uh, speaking of being with people that you are suddenly not familiar with, my dad mentioned that he was watching The Faculty the other day. 
That's a great movie. I have not seen it. Who's in that movie? I've, uh... I, I think I remember people talking about it. Wait, so no one's seen The Faculty? No, but I've heard I've heard of it. Um, sure, who, yeah. Who's in that movie? Is, that Michael, is Michael Shannon in that movie? I don't think so. No, never mind that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Wreck of the Week, that's not anime or manga. It's great. It's about um, an alien invasion <laughs> in a high school. Oh, jeez. Oh. oh, fun. Yeah. Okay, so then, oh, yeah. So I do like that it's Gija who notices that Sheena's not who he says he is. It's the, like, self-appointed big brother. It was, it was good, like, character continuity. Mm-hmm. And then one of my favorite bits of the series, I, this has quite a few of my favorite, like, Xeno bits, and uh, really, like, cemented him as my favorite. But uh, not Sheena fights Zeno, and everyone's freaking out in the background, but Zeno knows that he can provoke Sheena by, like, you getting him to use his paralyzed power to kick back on him. So he, like, mm-hmm. makes that split-second decision. I think it's really smart, and it's, like, fun. Is Zeno is bits a sequel to Chobits? Oh, shush, Jordan. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> I, I, I know it's a sequel to Xenoblade, but I didn't want to... Is Chobits the one with the sex doll? It's going to have to be a little more specific. No idea. <laughs> okay, <good>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is anime we're talking about. No, yeah, that, I think that's the one with, like... He, like, finds it in the trash and brings it home. Yeah. And she's like, I'm yeah. obsessed with you. I gotta say, I had to stop that does not that sound healthy? It's, like, Clamps first major project i think the clamps which is so wild because i just finished card capture sakura uh, as much as has been released animely and i think there's not very much left with the the manga with clear card but that was so good and so respectful <laughs> to go to chovitz so fun fact my version of card captor sakura was card captors which is the american dub yeah. where they edited it so that the boy was a more important character to appeal to boys more. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that's upsetting. Yeah. Oh, that's real. That's Maybe real. America. Yeah. It was like That doesn't a... make any sense though, because the whole point of Card Captor Sakura is that she gets really pretty outfits <laughs> every episode. Yeah, it, seems, it sounds like it would be some kind of bad dub or something, right? Like <laughs> But those don't exist. <laughs> no, it's really no, it's it, it had a great theme song though. But um <laughs> Card Captors Mystic Adventures It slapped, as we would have said. Yeah. Um <laughs> That was yeah, let's just move on. So anyway, back to Yona Yona of the Dawn. Okay, so let me see. Then they figure it'll put Sheena out for a second, but it doesn't cut to Hawk and Yona coming back with the baby bear that's not a baby. It's probably just a bear. Um, uh, but Yuna's crying and everybody's gone. Okay, so Hawk and Yona coming back to the scene is like that. I don't know if anybody's watched Community or like knows the gif of <laughs> Troy coming back in and like things are on fire. <laughs> People yeah, yeah, have gotten yeah. shot. Of course. Um, that's, that's them. They're coming back and they're like, what the fuck? So, yeah, that's that's the end of that. So continuing on, Yoon's explanation of what happened is so wild. I love that more so, so he slashed the tents the first thing he said, but more concerning than the fact that he insulted Gija when he's the sweetest boy and punched them and everything. The thing that he notes is that Sheena was laughing out loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's the thing that they were like, he wasn't Gina. 
Yeah. He was laughing. Sheena laughed and Zeno fell over and it was all horrible. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You gotta slow down. <laughs> it's great. Um, so then Yona asks him to start from the beginning and we backtrack and get uh what we missed, which is Sheena standing up without the effect like not being bothered by the effects of his power, and everybody's like, Well, what's next? Like that was our big plan. Uh and then <laughs> Sheena ties Zeno up and throws him over his shoulder like a damsel in distress. And I love him being like, You can't borrow Zeno. Like, he's even asking, like, Why don't you cut me down with your sword? Like, he just did not plan for this scenario at all. Okay, so then Yoon wakes up and everyone's gone and he stress cooks rice, which I also really loved. Um, and the three of them set out to find the others. <laughs> Hawk's plan to insult Geisha so he'll come out and defend himself is very good. Um, and it will not work on Jiha because he'll like it. Mm-hmm. So they come across Owl before they can do any of that, who is believed to be dead until dinner's mentioned, and she perks right up. And then they find the statue from earlier that has moved, and there's a staircase leading into darkness. I think this is a fun setup. <laughs> I loved this. So they go down, and they get trapped underground, ste- sealing them away from Yoon. And Hawk is like, we're going to die down here. You seem very calm. And Yona's like, yeah, I laughed before I could panic. <laughs> that was so good. I loved them. Uh, and then she says that if Hawk's around, she isn't scared, and then promptly passes out before she has to deal with her crush any longer. Yeah, that whole scene was so, very cute. So what's going on there? Is it like uh, he's got a crush on her, but she can't... He's, she doesn't notice it? Yeah, he's basically, yeah, like, loved her since he's been her bodyguard for years. Uh, and uh, possibly even since they were children. I, I don't think he noticed it till he was a teen and decided to be his her bodyguard. But she is only just now starting to... First of all, she has no clue that he's in love with her. And secondly, she's only just starting to reciprocate those feelings, but she's still kind of in the what is this stage. Like, she just knows that she's feeling funny about Hawk and doesn't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> and so as a result, they're very... Uh, how would you put it, Alex? Uh, slow burn. Yeah, stupid. well, slow burn, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. But yeah, their communication, as far as this goes, is not, not good. You know, that's, yeah. There's teams. also a little bit of uh, uh, past trauma because the first boy that she oh. ever loved killed her father. So, Oof. who was Hawk's best friend? So, that's the other thing they're dealing with. Is they were essentially like a triad of friends. That's how you get baggage. There's quite a lot of baggage to work through, yeah. And they are still working through it. And I love it. <sighs> Such a good manga. Okay, so cut to Gija and Jiha, who are unsuccessfully trying to break down the door in another part of the cave they're in. Their goal is to find Shina and Zeno. Uh, so there's this like daisy chain of people looking for other people at the moment. Uh, they discover some human bones, a sword, and something that looks like Shina's mask. Next, we check in with Zeno and Sheena and find out Sheena's been possessed by one of the past blue dragons. The cave they're in used to be the blue dragon's village, and now it's a tomb for all the spirits once they go. I had to reread that explanation a couple times, because again, I had absolutely no context for anything that was happening. Also, it was weird to me that jiha could just like see the spirits and he just casually reveals like, oh yeah, this is a thing I've always been able to do. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah I, I noticed. That. It seemed like there was a lot of arbitrary <laughs> revealing of powers. <laughs> yeah, I love that because it will literally never come up again. I'm I'm pretty sure that it will never come up again. <laughs> oh, great! And like he's like, oh, you oh, don't yeah. see those? I've always been able to see like ghosts. Shit. Like, <laughs> okay, great. That's nice. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Thank you for sharing. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Jordan, did you have anything else to say about it? Did we cut you off? No, I mean, I was, uh, I, I definitely did notice how it was just like, how the guy was, how it was like, um, oh, everybody else, uh, thought, thought that you were Sheena, but no, I, I secretly know. I thought Jordan was going to make it, it was me Dio reference. <laughs> no, I knew David would make it. Yeah, you're welcome, <laughs> big guy. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, no, sorry, I, okay, so backstory for listeners is that i thought it would be funny to reach out (laughs) to these guys because they do like literally the opposite of what we do yeah (laughs) we're doing a long-running super popular shoujo and they do like shonen one-offs that like completely flopped and so i was like i thought it would be funny and i I figured you guys would be like yeah okay (laughs) like no and then you agreed and i was surprised and like glad (laughs) to have you on um but yeah i didn't quite know how to explain what story you guys needed to know and i kind of forgot that they mentioned the blue dragon village so basically the dragons all have their own separate villages and the blue dragons village people live in caves in mountainsides so that's the history there the whole thing was i think at this point Gija is the only one who was still in a village where his dragon was revealed because that's the thing is this power is passed on person to person okay so so what you're saying is it's like um they're all reincarnations except except for Zeno, who's not a reincarnation yeah, Zeno, immortal right mm-hmm. yeah also yona is the reincarnation of the red dragon who was their leader and she is actually the first like that's the whole thing is they've been reincarnated and reincarnating because they've been waiting for the red dragon king to come the crimson dragon king to come back Oh and that god, is this Yona. Is ju- this is just Power Rangers. Oh my god! It's all. It's always been Power Rangers. <laughs> oh my! I get. I get it now. Okay. I, I. I understand this whole series now. Yeah. Is this series though considered a typical amount of action for a shojo? Because this just seemed more kind of shonen s than I would have expected from a shojo series. It's very action heavy. Um, you can you could definitely find shojo that are heavy on the action. Um, I was reading Basara is another one. It's an old school shojo that is like really heavy action oriented. But yeah, I believe that she is a big fan of um, Berserk. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So there are apparently I haven't actually I I read the first volume of Berserk, so I haven't gotten too deep into it, but um mm-hmm. apparently there are quite a few parallels you can draw between Yona and Berserk. Berserk's amazing, but without getting into any details, um it's also potentially like one of the most triggering mangas ever. That's just kind of a I'm not going to go into any depth there, but there's you know, be be aware yeah. You're going to go into Berserk? That is the one thing I will say, and I've talked about this with someone who like emailed into the show. 
that Yona doesn't exactly shy away from the topic of sexual assault, which I've heard there's a lot of in Berserk. Um, there's a lot in Berserk. Oh, yeah, there's just... Yeah, it's, yeah there's it's, a lot. It's, uh, Berserk is not for anyone under 18. Fair enough. But it's, but it's also, and I, I don't know if she does this with Yona, but like a lot of what Berser- Berserk is basically a manga about trauma, more or yeah. less. Mm-hmm. And it's about the impact that these... Uh, that these horrific events have on guts and the people around him. So I think that allows him to get away to, I don't know about get away with it is the right term, but like, that's a better way of using that where it's not just like, Oh, he's doing it for shock value. at some or something. No, it's like, he's, he's going a little bit deeper with that. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Um, n- no. Well, the, the caveat to that is that, <laughs> It never actually happens. Like it's 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 like alluded to a couple times as like, oh, this is a potentially bad situation, but it never gets like even close. Yeah, like Yona was almost trafficked at one point. They had to like stop a trafficking ring, and then there, yeah, and there were there have been a couple of other other instances where bad guys have shown up and basically threatened to like kidnap and rape her. But you know, she's always saved. I will say the the vibe I was getting from this series was very much like uh, you ever see Wolf's Rain. I remember that series. That had that that had a speaking of cheesy songs, the theme song to that show. Oh my god, it's so great! Um, I don't remember it, but I do, I remember I remember how it made me feel. And yes, that is, is the cheesiest shit. But no, it, <laughs> I'm, it, trying, it's, I'm trying to find it. Stray. It. Uh, what it it kind of reminded me like this where it was like um th- where it's like you have these like handsome boys who were like just always getting into trouble and violence and stuff and mm-hmm. it comes and the whole thing it's it, it's like it has enough action where like a guy watching it would be like um would would be drawn into it and stuff but it's also it's also just gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, big, well, big not, gay. not in not in any kind of negative way. I mean that I mean, like, it's just there's a lot of gay sexual tension in uh, Wolf's Reign. And I felt yeah. that in this series, that's in quite so... a few spots. I, I laugh. Yes, not because it's funny, but because we've had this conversation before where I don't get it i see them as brothers but like i there are there's a ton of fan fiction on ao3 that disagrees with me and i respect that and evangelina disagrees with me and i respect that um, uh, she told me pretty early on that people really ship gija and jiha and i like got it pretty and now i ship it too uh and she was just like yeah i've never gotten it so every time they have a scene that i like in this episode even i think i pulled out something but they're in love, Your Honor. Aww, when I when I cute. when I see a manga and one of the guys says about another guy, he just has the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. His eyes are Jordan, so you, beautiful. Didn't you say that about me, David? You have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> just kiss me now. Oh my God! Are we getting a? Don't tell your girlfriend, David. Oh God! The shippers, <laughs> the shippers are gonna have a great time listening to this one. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I mean. It's a, a lot of it's just kind of like uh, it happens a lot in these series where it's like, OK, OK, yeah, yeah. The plot says 
that this guy's in love with a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure. I yeah. Why, why is every other scene just him like looking into this other guy's eyes and opining about about him, you know? That's a, actually a fair question. Jiha <laughs> Jiha is definitely into men. I don't care what Kuznagi says. Yeah, he's had to like there he's made jokes toward Hawk even like implied that he would love to be tied up by hawk <laughs> like he's... he wants he wants any and all persons who are willing so yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. fair bisexual rights i guess <laughs> exactly um yeah i guess that's a that's a fair point i mean the other thing is that there's just not like women around especially now like women other women exist in this manga but they're few and far between so it's easy like it's it's hard to find any sort of romantic mm, anything without carving it out yourself between boys i mean if the author wanted there to be a lot of like heterosexual relationships she would have written in more women she would have written in more women or she would have had literally any of the dragons be interested in lily or tetra which none of them are also lily totally gay for yona (laughs) one of the few women we've had and like i'm not even joking like her whole thing is when she thought when they were parting for the first time she literally was like sulking crying she's like oh she just said goodbye to me like it was nothing and like the the soldiers around her like the fuck is wrong with her did a guy break her heart like literally that was how she was acting so yeah the one time we did get like another substantial girl she just wanted yo (laughs) (laughs) that is hilarious i I feel like i I feel like um a lot of uh because you know you you got like your harem anime for boys and your harem anime for girls and this is kind of the harem anime for girls I've kind of gathered. One of them, obviously. It's not the. There's too many to name. But no, the the what I've gathered is that in like the the one for guys, it's like all these girls that are obsessed with him, but in the one for girls, the guys are just into each other. Oh my god. That's that's very that's true. That's just it. That's it. Yeah. He's figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, there's also this weird thing that, like, nobody really has a a satisfying reason why, but, like, women are really drawn to male-male pairings. Um, And I don't think, well, that's not true. I was going to say I don't think the reverse is true, but, like, guys are into lesbians, so I wonder why more of that doesn't happen. I I think... uh... Do you think it's just because they want the fantasy of like the the girls are only there for the guy and like I want to I want to self insert and believe that like five girls would only be interested in me and I don't want them to be like interested in each other because then it's taking focus away from where is it something else Yeah I I couldn't tell you I think I think maybe it, maybe it's the dynamic maybe it's just like it's a different dynamic and where um you know, you get to see guys acting in ways that they don't normally act, I suppose. You know, like different forms of romance, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yes, that's true. Uh, Softer and more willing to, like, talk about their feelings. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah ex- exactly. Um, it's also it's also less threatening. 
for one thing. Like that's true. If you know, if uh, if somebody is feels a little threatened by uh, men men's sexuality, which I've gathered, there's many reasons. <laughs> Some women feel threatened by that. I um, here you go. You you don't have it happening to a woman, and maybe that works for. Look, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't even know why. I'm trying to act like I know. <laughs> no, no, that's actually really interesting. So it's like an outlet for sexual desire, but it's not all overwhelmingly aimed at the like self-insert girl character, which by the way, Yona's not. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Oh, that's really, I like that a lot, actually. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. We have cool. accepted your cool. thesis. On harems. Thank God. Finally. <laughs> oh. Jordan can finally get his PhD. Oh, PhD oh, in anime. God. My PhD in manga, finally. Oh. Um okay, okay, okay. But we're we're back with Sheena and Zeno, which by the way, uh no, I can't no. They're children. So um <laughs> I don't think Zeno's a child. Zeno just Zeno looks like he's fifteen though. Oh my god, Zeno's the Zeno's the gender revi- reverse version of the thousand year old girl in yeah. the body of a twelve year old that's in manga all the time. He's the oh male biscuit. Yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're, but isn't that get... a character usually sexualized? And it's like real weird. Not always. Biscuit wasn't sexualized. Okay. Yeah, but biscuit. Again, we're biscuit is uh, that's Hunter Hunter. Jordan, I was just, I figured we would just not spoil it by giving no context <laughs> of who biscuit was, because if you know, you oh know. God. But now you've just ruined the secret of a character in Hunter Hunter. By the end of this podcast, I'm going to know every plot point of Hunter Hunter. <laughs> I was never mentioned not to say what series biscuit was in. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jordan's like David. How dare you say that there's an arc called Chimera Ant? It's too much information. <laughs> It's not like the name of the Damn it, David, you said it again. It's not like the name of the arc is Gone Meeting His Dad Arc. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is not that is not the arc. That arc does not happen in that arc. I am just saying it's not like the name of the arc is a spoiler. David, you are accidentally spoiled. What are you talking we're gonna about? We're gonna accidentally spoil it. Spoil I, mean. I didn't spoil anything. I said that's just something that could be a spoiler. I didn't say there is an arc where Gone Meets His Dad until you just started freaking out. Oh so yeah, anyway, guys. <laughs> Jordan has done far more damage, provided far more spoilers of Hunter Hunter than I remotely have. I am being so attacked right now. Yeah, so technically he is an ancient person in a young person's body. Oh but my. He is not sexualized. So he he says that it's time for him. He, he's, a, he's a little sexualized. He's supposed to be kind of attractive, I feel. You know, like. Is he? I don't know. It's hard to tell with anime because they just draw everybody. I mean, there are they are all pretty boys. Yes. Yeah, that that that's more what I mean. But I see what. But I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I just I also have the argument that this isn't a harem, but yeah. that's debatable too. So, like, I my reading of it is that Zeno and Sheena both don't have any sort of romantic feelings for Yona, but um. Mm-hmm. They do look deeply and soulfully into each other's eyes, and he cries into her bosom later. So, like, I don't know, maybe that's how you know it's real. But yeah, so then Zeno, uh, Zeno and Sheena are still talking. This is one of my favorite 
seams of the entire series. <laughs> so Shino reveals his grand plan, which is to take a human vessel. And Zeno's like, yeah, you can take me, but like you don't want it because this sucks. That was, so, that was so cool. I thought that was a really cool yeah. like little art moment where it was like, uh, what was it? You saw like these dark corpses like kind of inside him sort of. That was, Yeah, they were just like spirits freaking. like grabbing on to people, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the uh, the little uh, ghost Pokemon image that shows up when in like the Pokemon Tower when you can't see Pokemon ghosts. Ignore me, just whatever. Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough Pokemon lore, but I do you, agree you that was to. cool. And then uh, I really liked um, uh, the scene where Zeno talks about like tearing himself apart, and it's just like blood dripping down his hands. Oh, brutal. Yes. This series was surprisingly oh, violent. Mm-hmm. Please, it's my new recommendation to everybody, but please go read the reveal of him <laughs> as a mortal. Those chapters. Which chapters are, are those? That would be mm, 99 through 101. Oh, so this, is a this is a recent revelation then. Yep. Yes, but there it, it's it becomes a full slasher horror film for like those. Oh, fuck. that's it crazy. Is, yeah, multiple characters have been beheaded in this series. A child this died very girl. early on. This is for teenage girls, right? Teenage girls get violent. I have loved horror movies since I was about 10 years old. Jordan, meanwhile, uh, Akane Bashi, which is in Shonen Jump, is literally about a teenage girl being a Japanese cult like actor doing like ancient at Japanese plays. And that's in Shonen Jump right now. Where... Literally, she is just doing. She is her dream is to become a professional like performer in Japanese art. And that sounds that's, really that's interesting. In actually, it's One Piece and Hunter Hunter. Oh, it's 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 excellent. Uh, I highly recommend it. But it's just funny how drastically <laughs> different in tone, despite one being intended for women in this series being in a men a teenage. You know, this is a magazine for fifteen year old boys reading about this girl's dreams, two in Japanese plays. And isn't that beautiful? You know. This is- <laughs> It's beautiful, you know. What a diverse world we live in. <laughs> what a big old melting pot that we all live in, you know. This little experiment we call America. You know, I was thinking about that this week because I feel like I've read so much criticism of like American authors taking different parts of other cultures and kind of mixing them up without any thought to like oh, yeah. the history of the cultures. And I was like, I wonder if we do it because we don't really have like an American culture. We just sort of like mix whatever we have together and it doesn't really bother us all that much. So well, J.K. Rowling did the same thing with Fantastic Beasts. Like there was a lot of great think pieces about how she just sort of took the Hogwarts model for like the Americanized wizard school. And it's like, okay, boarding schools aren't big in our culture like Mm -hmm. they are in britain and then there was a lot of offense about the houses for the american school just sort of grabbing native american uh residential yeah Yeah. and then they're like saying there was like this whole backstory about like native american shamans being charlatans and uh, you know native americans being like this is really offensive like she really just like looked up it sounds like she just sort of looked up like Native American folklore and then just kind of cherry pick. And again, mm-hmm. when you remove those things from the context, it's like, oh, yeah. Work. Oh, yeah. Skinwalker. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> big deal. 
Yeah, I whatever. guess. Um, I, I will. Um, well, I, first of all, if you want to, if you want to see like a culture just pick and choose random things from other cultures and not notice it, uh, I, I, you should check out a, a few some manga we've read recently. Is one of them Spy Family? Oh, Spy <laughs> Family is great, but we we don't cover no, successful um, series like that. <laughs> Fair enough. No, we we read a really bad bad manga by the pedophile who wrote uh, who wrote Roni Kenshin. Yeah. Called, um, you were the first guests, by the way, to know that he is a pedophile. I keep, for some reason, having to reveal that on this podcast. Yeah, he's just like, well, I loved this, and Alex has to be like, hate to your parade, but... Yeah, we've read a lot of pedophile manga. But, but no, it was like, he tried to make a Western manga, and it was like, I was reading it, and I'm like, oh, so this is what cultural appropriation is like. <laughs> That's our culture being appropriated. He just clearly had... No, he had like barely, barely any idea about the old West, but was just like, I'm going to make a old West manga. Huh. I mean, it's not good. Don't read it. But, you know. <laughs> no, but that is I mean, on the flip side, I mean, on the flip side, G Gundam is literally just that. That's like. That's 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 what G Gundam is. <laughs> it's inception. Yeah. <laughs> uh... OK. Um. Well, I wonder how much... Well, I don't know. Okay, so, like, Kuznaki is Japanese, but she is writing this in Fantasy Korea. Oh, this this takes place in Fantasy Korea, by the way. Um, so, I wonder... I wonder if that's okay. Because <laughs> it's a fantasy land. But getting back into it, the section ends with Shina sensing the others in the cave and saying taking their bodies should be easy. Dun dun dun. <laughs> uh, and also me wondering how 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 Hawk is holding Yona because I assume he's carrying her, but the way that the torch is positioned is weird. I can't quite figure out how he has his arms under her legs. I don't know. This bothered me. But also, it does look very romantic, and he looks good. So it's whatever. I was oh, well. To if they look good, that's all that matters. If they look good. Uh, okay, so last bit, we check back in with Yoon, who is alone and in tears. He's cut off from everyone, but he has brains, and he'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Back in the cave, Yona and Shina meet up in some sort of unconscious plane of existence, and Shina like, explains the whole backstory. And uh, then he has a really sweet scene where he's like, Aww. I did terrible things, and Yona has to reassure him that no one will stop loving him, which is like a nice continuation of that plot point brought up in the Fire Tribe arc. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I expected you'd have more to say there. <laughs> That's literally what I was going to say. I, f- I feel like you're talking about Avatar. Sorry, of. <laughs> the Fire Tribe and the Water Tribe. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're making some new Avatar movies, by the way. Oh, great! They sure are. Netflix, who has no cred. It really sounds oh, it's like Netflix. No, nope, they any- just announced some new animated shows. Oh, did they? they? Just announced three animated animated or three animated movies. Okay, I thought you were saying there was another, there was like, oh boy, more M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that movie was interesting. It was like not even a good bad movie. It was just like painful to get through. That's what I've heard. Oh my god, it was... You know what was a good fun bad movie? Dragon Ball. That's true, that was very fun. (laughs) Evolution, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, we were delighted watching that hot mess. Although I have to admit... I have never seen an episode of Dragon Ball, so that's my only ex- my only foray into the series. 
Well, I, I think you got a pretty good uh, representation <laughs> of it. Yeah, I heard that was all I needed. Yeah. Okay, so, um, right, back in the cave, yeah. Uh, Yona wakes up and Hawk isn't doing so hot. And she's like, not on my watch. And it's a very fun scene. And it's a very different kind of love between them than her and Sheena. And then they follow Al because, surprise, Al can follow Sheena's scent, which will never come up again. But I like that she introduced that. Also, I like Hawk's joke of she's way more useful than White Snake. It's good. You have to give me context on this because you say White Snake to me. I either think the JoJo stand. Yeah, the I always stand. think the JoJo stand. I'm like, the JoJo stand's not that bad. He's got a useful power. Yeah. He a... just makes cum show up everywhere. <laughs> that is true. Yes. That. It makes sense in context. In okay, I was going to say that seems like the opposite of a useful power, but okay. It may, it makes sense. Well, it's magic come. And, you know, it makes oh. sense in the context of JoJo. You, you see, you have to have a very high IQ to understand <laughs> the come power of JoJo. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'll see you later then. Um, no, I've actually never seen JoJo. Uh, I've heard conflicting reports. It's on my yeah, that's list. It's all right. I, I love JoJo, but um, it's. I think JoJo is very good. It's you can't judge JoJo in the same way that you judge other things. I think it's. It's a class all its own. It's Im- <laughs> it's impossible to even describe JoJo. It's just JoJo. JoJo's an experience. Yeah. Okay. It's like that sold me more than any other argument. <laughs> now I really want to experience it. The the more I watch it, the more I realize that there's really nothing else you could call that series besides JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo is magical in that if anyone except for a Rocky tried to make JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it would probably be the most be dog shit thing you've ever read in your entire life. But somehow it works. Yeah, it's just like a Rocky decides, yeah, I'm just going to do this weird, bizarre thing because I think it's cool. And so reading bizarre. it. And reading, you don't say. And I'm just reading. I'm like, you know what, Iraqi? That was cool. <laughs> oh, man. Remember our Cool Shock BT where it was literally like what magic trick Iraqi had learned that week and he made like an so excuse adorable. to. He that. literally made like a manga chapter just to show off like a magic trick he worked, learned that week. Yeah. I don't know about that. I am intrigued. I will check it out, but I don't know. That was in his canceled manga, by the way. That wasn't in. Yeah, he made it pre Oh, okay. That makes me feel better. I was like, I don't know. I can get behind that. Yeah, it's a, it's it's only six chapters. It's I do prefer stories where character development happens and like there are story arcs. Oh, they don't do that in JoJo. <laughs> they do their own thing in JoJo. It's kind of what I was afraid of and why I haven't checked it out yet. But um, okay, it's one of the I. The thing is, I don't think I can tell you if I think you would like JoJo. You can only decide that for yourself. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, okay, so meanwhile, Jiha is caving under the pressure of the spirits, and Zeno is done waiting around for everyone to get hurt. So he frees himself with Shina's sword, and not Shina is like, <laughs> kill me, you won't. And then Zeno has my favorite line of the series. His my favorite line of his in the series, which is all the dragons are like children of Abi Shuten and Guten. To me, you're the most darling things, which just like, this is like the end of his character. So like we get everything that we need to know. And now we totally understand him and we know why he's so like goofy and why Evangelita hated him in the beginning. And it's because he thinks of all of these 
you know, young adults as four-year-old children that he is the fun uncle of. And it's his job to be like fun and goofy. Okay, so then Zeno cuts off his own arm and Nashina's like, what the fuck? And then Zeno knocks down a wall and Nashina again is like, what the fuck? And then once back with the other two dragons, Gija offers up his body and the blue dragon says, you won't do. The previous white dragon's blessing is too strong. And Gija looks shocked. I I like this moment. I think it's super cool. Uh, I... I love that we get an entire beat to really drive home how shocking it is that his dad, who's he, he's only had two interactions with, and one of them was horrific. Um, he now learns that he's like so beloved that his dad's blessing has has so protected him that he isn't being affected by any spirits, and he like can't be possessed by Sheena. I tried to follow that yeah it's it's like you did a good job it's just you know it's a lot i mean we're talking i mean it's like um, it's it's stuff you need context for it's it's a hun it's like oh, oh literally over 100 chapters worth of context. <laughs> yeah you know? that's why but, i kind of breezed past it because yeah no i believe me i i'd be but i'd be amazed if you were able to make me understand <laughs> <laughs> otherwise if you were able to do that it's kind of like well why did you write 107 chapters you could have just you could have just told me the whole thing exactly. yeah exactly so i wonder that about one piece all the time <laughs> did you really need to read write a thousand chapters for this uh did you really need to make whole cake that long can't tell if you're being serious or not but i will say i don't know jordan jordan really hates whole cake island for some reason I don't know anything about it. I I've never read One Piece, and I will never read One Piece. I'm sorry. Why not? But um, why do you, think, David? I mean, it's probably because it's a thousand chapters. That actually doesn't bother me. I really like long running series. I'm trying to get through um, Skip Beat recently, which is about Yona Long, um, and I think Yona is the best ever made, and it's like over 200 chapters at this point, but. My problem with One Piece is I don't vibe with the art style. I don't like pirates. And uh, the author has said that he like, doesn't like women, which is really rubbed in the wrong way. And it doesn't matter if the women in the story are going to be written well. I will always have that in the back of my mind. as like. Oh, when did he say he doesn't like women? Well, specifically that he didn't write for women, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something. Well, I mean, he is in... I mean, he might have just meant because he's literally in a magazine targeted towards teenage boys. Yeah, no, no, I get it. It's just the fact that he explicitly said, like, I don't care about the girls who read my story. <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. Then I'm not going to be a girl who reads your story. Understandable. I mean, they say Oda has uh, two, uh, like, a billion different body types for guys, and he's got two for girls, you know. Uh, yeah, it's what pretty... version of Nami do you want? Yeah, pr- well, it's that, and then there's, it's like, Pretty or ugly, basically, is the whole joke with his stuff. And it's, I mean, he's not the only guy who does that. No. But it's still a thing he does. No, definitely not. Um, I'm not. I'm not calling him specifically out, but... I, I will say, as somebody who... Because I remember when I first read One Piece 2, I was like a similar thing. I don't, give, I don't care about pirates and this art style. This looks like Looney Tunes. What is this shit, you know? But it yeah. really really grew on me but i was also 14 so yeah take that with it's definitely is getting used to the one piece style but it does mean that he really puts a lot of 
I guess he does amazing things with it too. Like really, yeah. Like the sheer, the sheer quality of the art because of the art style he's chosen really adds to it. Like something unique about One Piece is every flashback, like every time he references an older panel, he redraws the panel. He doesn't copy and paste it. Hmm. Oh wow! Like there's a scene where um, a character um, shoots himself, and it like the joke happens twice and he drew two separate explosions instead of like copy and pasting the explosion both times. Like I went back, it's like when queen shoots himself because of how, uh, what was it? A brontosaurus used to hunt by shooting their neck out and he has a robot body and he shot himself by accidentally activating his, his detonator twice. See, see, this is why you guys shouldn't feel bad about us. Not fully grasping, um, <laughs> all of, all of this series, just through your, uh, explanation because, yeah. This is significantly easier to follow than if yeah. he just plopped you like chapter 753 of One Piece. You would just be totally lost. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. At least this, it's like, okay, I know those are people. <laughs> and they're in, they're in a forest and they're just, they know each other. There we go. Yeah. They technically have superpowers, but like, we don't see that that much. We just assume that in manga, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, sorry, I have a thing against One Piece, but it's my own personal thing. I've heard things. Also, I've heard that the art style makes sense. Like you get used to it. Yes. But... Yes. Yeah. Right. So then, oh yeah. Okay. So I know this is okay. It is a joke, but it's also kind of mean that Sheena just like flings Owl away from him, and it cracked me up. <laughs> she just like soars through the air. It's like yeah, it's fun about it like she always is just yeah she's just vibing it's because yeah. she's a little demon and she knows she can't die so finally you know that was a joke by the way she's not actually a demon um okay. so finally yona shows up and she's like she told me about you but i'm hoping you'll tell me about yourself which is such a yona thing to do here's the spirit terrorizing her friends and she's like you seem troubled you should tell me about it it's very sweet uh, so he does. He resented the fact that he was hated and used and left to die. But having Yona listen to him and recognize the fact that he was treated unfairly uh, is enough for him. So problem solved. And I was thinking about ghosts this week because there are a ton of stories about ghosts and they've never really like connected with me. I don't really care about ghosts, honestly, but like they're huge in Japanese media. And it makes sense that authors are like really drawn to writing about ghosts because ghosts are like. I still have something to say and that's why I'm still here. And like, somebody needs to listen to me and, you know, either act on this or just like, hear me out. And, you know, authors are people with stories to tell. So I get why there would be a draw there. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Ghosts are big in like pretty much every culture. I mean, like, (laughs) yes, that's fair. That's true. I mean, zombies are basically just physical ghosts. That's true. I mean, they're the, they're essentially everything except they're pretty much the opposite of ghosts. Yeah, actually, you're right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, zombies don't really talk or have anything to say. They're just sort of like well, mindless. Well, it, dep- it depends which version of zombie you're watching. Are you talking about Zombieland Saga? Because, <laughs> yeah, that's a different version. I was oh, talking I more that. warm bodies. Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. I enjoyed that. The Zom Rom-Com. Remember the Zom Rom-Com era? Yeah, the Zom, the Zom-Com. Yeah. But also, I think other cultures have more of a reverence towards <laughs> their past and their ancestors. So it makes sense that, like, spirits might be seen as powerful. I, I, on a 
less serious or deep note, I tell Alex all the time that the reason when you watch the haunt, she knows what's coming. The reason when you watch these haunting shows and 99% of the time it's white people is because they don't fucking teach y'all about spirit and brujeria and all that shit. So y'all go and fuck around with shit you shouldn't be fucking with. It's true. It's true. White people do not care. Y'all didn't hear about like your great grandfather meeting the devil in the middle of the woods when you were five years old. <laughs> like, don't be messing with shit. Was that a story you were told? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. My great grandfather in Carnacion uh, apparently got lost in the woods one day and yeah, came upon the devil. Uh, did, did he become an amazing blues guitarist? <laughs> Unfortunately, is that a Crossroads reference? Uh, it's like I think one of like the original blues legends, Robert Johnson. There oh, was like yeah. a joke that like he, yeah, like he he met the devil at the crossroads and he sold his soul to be good at guitar or something. Uh, I do have so my cousin, my mom's cousin's husband, uh, had a similar story where I guess his dad where he met the devil. Well, his dad supposedly got lost on the way home one night out in the boonies, uh, met the devil, basically said, please get me home. I'll do anything and promised his firstborn son, who is my cousin's uh, husband. And apparently, according to him, he blinked and was suddenly home. So as a result, the husband is hyper religious, super careful about everything. So... Best case scenario, his dad just fucked him up from a really long age. By yeah, I was gonna, like, I was gonna say that. That's like, like I sold your soul to the devil. Worst case scenario, he's actually <laughs> his soul sold to the devil. So, um, yep, they're trapped in the cave, and <laughs> Jiha says, "I guess we'll all be skeletons after all." And Yona says, "Well, that's a problem." She made me laugh. Uh, and then it turns out that um, it's not a problem because Sheena can see, which is one of my favorite parts of this is that none of the like solutions to any of their problems are deus ex machinas throughout this. Oh, yeah. It's shit that they've already had. Yeah. Well, I mean, sort of the, the reveal that like Jiha can see spirits is new, but like that doesn't help them at all. But that wasn't the solution. It was just like BT dubs. <laughs> By the way, yeah see dead people um but yeah this is something that we've seen before and also he lived in the caves so totally fine um and that's sort of how they get out but then they are met up with from yoon who found another entrance um and then this section ends uh, <laughs> uh, Yoon being like fuck you guys for scaring me and Sheena saying a last sweet goodbye to the blue dragon telling him to sleep well before joining the others in the light yeah. aww how cute forehead to the, to the skull was very much giving pepper pots with the iron man helmet oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's our that's uh that's your first foray into Yona. Woo! We did it. We sure did. I'm sure you were very confused, but um thanks for joining us. It's okay, on that. we survived. You survived. Yeah, thank you for going on that journey. Um still read Zeno's reveal chapters. <laughs> it's gonna be my recommendation. I mean, you should really just start from chapter one. 
going to go with that oh, advice. <laughs> it's just like one piece. <laughs> it's just like one piece. Yeah. So to leave off, what was your overall impression? I mean, I think it was fine. I feel, to be honest, it didn't seem like anything special. Mm-hmm. For me, like I checked in this, this came out in 2015. And I think if this, you said this came out in 2005, I would have been substantially more impressed. But like, you know, there was just better things like Dungeon Meshi is kind of similar where I don't know if y'all are familiar with that series, but that's another one about like an adventuring party going and just kind of having goofs. So it's a theme about these adventurers that are so poor, they can't afford food. So they actually cook recipes based on the monsters they hunt in like a dungeon. Fun. And that's actually, that's also created by a woman. So that's a really fun series. A chapter actually just dropped today, so I'm going to go read it after this. So that came out around the same year, and I really think that series just kind of eats the series lunch, or no pun intended, except it was, of course. Um, so I just I just feel like manga has just evolved too far where this series would really have been noteworthy in my book if I had gotcha. read it. Based on this chunk, at least. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jordan? I liked it. How's, how's it ranked toward versus Chainsaw Man? <laughs> Shit. That's not fair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. I mean, this is. I just. I'll have to think about this for. for no, I mean. <laughs> obviously, I, I like Chainsaw Man more than this. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to burst your bubble there, but no, <laughs> I did. I did like that. I did like this. I, I thought it was a kind of thing I don't usually read. Mm-hmm. But I could also see uh, that there was there was like there were implications there, where. I could see something interesting underneath there. You know, obviously I don't know the context. Like, I don't know what it means to be uh, a red dragon or a blue dragon, except for that one song we talked about earlier, (laughs) but it seems kind of interesting. It seems well thought out. I really, I liked the character interactions. I, uh, I I thought it was, I thought it was just kind of cute little banter, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'll say to your points that yeah, the the series really shines with the character development and the like plot development and the way that things like come into play that are set up very early on sort of get resolved in a really satisfying way like later on. So <laughs> the fact that you aren't super blown away doesn't bother me because yeah, that makes sense. Like <laughs> well, but, but yeah. you know what? I also I also really kind of enjoy reading uh manga like this like out of order as weird as that weird as that sounds it, it reminds me of like flipping through channels on tv or something ah. mm-hmm. you know like like when you're doing that it's like you don't you're not gonna like wh- whatever episode's on is the one you have to start with you know mm-hmm. sure. so it's, it's kind of like that it's kind of nice yeah it's a throwback yeah throwback <laughs> 90s kids remember <laughs> Okay. Well, cool. I think that about does it for us. Um, Evan, you want to take us out? Sure. Well, first of all, do you want to remind the audience where they can find y'all? Yeah. And thank you so much for having us on. Thank this was so a ton much. of fun. I yeah. appreciate you emailing us. You can find us at shonenflop.com. That is H S sorry. That is S H O N E N F L O P. We have episodes every Monday at 6 PM Eastern time. So love it. If people come check us out, you can find us also on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast, uh, where Jordan and I definitely post, a, do a bunch of shit posting. Oh yeah. That's what we're, that's what we do. That's the point. Why have a Twitter account? If you're not going to do a big, that. Had a big brain one this week where I said the M in the MCU stands for Morbius. 
Oh no. <laughs> That's like the quality tweets you're gonna get from our account. All right. So that is where you can find Jordan and David. If you want to find us, we are the Yonapod at Gmail and Twitter, the Yona Podcast on Tumblr. And if you ever want to see Alex and I's individual shit posts, not necessarily Yona related. Alex is instead of writing without the A on Twitter, and I am Witchy Evan. Cool. And with that, we will see you next week for a brand new arc, which I'm so excited about. All right. So, um, yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.